Rural Focus. Hello there to you. Yes, it is Troy Stockton aboard. Big day in the office. Sure, it's been another big day for you, whether it's been uh, on the farm or you've been picking fruit and vegetables. Hopefully it's not too hot. Some places around regional WA stinking hot, especially if you're not in the northern half of regional WA. But uh, yeah, hopefully you're, you're probably sort of kicking back a little bit about now and just enjoying a nice water with some ice in it, keeping yourself nice and refreshed. Got to look after ourselves in this uh, in this heat. So yeah, hopefully you are slip, slop and slapping. We slipped into another edition of Rural Focus today on the radio. Pretty good show, may I say myself. If you did miss the radio show, well, uh, let's catch up with uh, what you did miss. We did catch in with, with Craig French from the Australian Wool Innovation. Uh, Craig is the National Manager for Wool Harvesting Training and Careers Development. Can we catch up with Craig very soon because, well, he's currently in WA because there's a couple of shearing industry workshops happening around regional WA. So if you're looking to get yourself into the shearing industry, stay tuned. Craig French, not too far away, but right now let's kick into today's podcast, shall we? It's Stu McKenzie. Hello there to you. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, listeners. How are we all today? Not too bad. Uh, mate, uh, machinery theft just outside of Coolan, uh, surely not. Yeah. What's going on? Really? Mate? Ladies and gents. Come on. I mean, end of harvest is a, is a reason to celebrate, particularly mm. after the one that we've just had, let alone these uh, these buggers up at Coolan who have gone to have gone into a paddock to pack things up and there's a baler and a tractor missing. I mean, you steal a baler and a tractor, it's going to have to stay on someone's farm because as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as they try and sell it, it's going to be tagged. If it gets scrapped for parts, it's going to be tagged. So what the hell? I mean, this is up there with stealing livestock. And oh, if, it's right if up there, another, yeah. If this is farmers doing this to farmers, they need to be drawn and quartered, surely. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm pretty sure that if, if that tractor and baler were driven back on farm, no questions would be asked. Uh, and it's going to save the police and, and investigators a whole lot of time, not to mention this grower won't be able to replace that tractor and baler now for probably two years So, because everything's sold. Like, so grab a brain. <laughs> it's just really, this, this blew my mind this morning when I read it. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, so if you do have uh, any information, uh, you can get in contact with Crime Stoppers, of course, one 800 Mate, you've got some uh, some hybrid ag workshops coming up very soon? Yeah, so, Nar- so Narragin on the 1st of February and then Esperance on the 3rd. So Hybrid Ag, we're running six workshops or seven workshops across the country over the first half of February. And uh, I believe we've got Judah Rowe coming across from Victoria for the Narragin and Esperance ones. So we're looking at all, at all stages of plant growth and photosynthesis and seed set and trace elements and when to use them and when not to use them, but also formatting of, of trace elements and formats of nitrogen too. So look, it's a full day. And we're putting on morning and afternoon tea and lunch, and then we'll finish with a bit of a sundowner. So Narragin on the 1st of Feb at the Duke of York Hotel from about 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And then Esperance uh, on the 3rd of February at 33 degrees, kicking off from, from 8 o'clock. So, yeah, look, jump on to hybridag.com.au forward slash events or jump on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, make sure that you register for the events there are limited seats available and we're always we're almost at about halfway for each event in both Narragin and Esperance so yeah look if you're interested hybridag.com.au forward slash events go there and check that out today uh the latest in the uh, the crop updates mate yeah my understanding is mate that the summer sessions across the state have been really mm. well attended and in Mandra uh last week yeah. we had a lot of the GRDC bosses from Sydney so okay. and obviously they're in the they're in the state because we've got the round of GRDC and Gewa events and stuff happening all over the place at the moment 
and crop updates coming up in um, late March. But look, the GRDC, there's been a lot of investment in the summer sessions and the farm business updates which are which are coming up. But they're also in town to launch a number of initiatives for 2023-2024. So GRDC, once again, doing a fantastic job. And it's good to see that there's now some clarification within the roles of GRDC and Deep Herd and Gewa and all the different subsidiary companies that are involved in research and development in, in our beloved ag industry here in WA. Did you get to any of those summer sessions, mate? No, we haven't no. managed to get to a summer session. I am going to the business updates in Williams on the 16th, and then um, myself and Nathan will both be up yep. at the crop updates in March. Uh, looks like uh, the report's coming through, mate, that I read last week. Uh, some some records have been broken for uh, the WA cattle market. Yeah, prices are yeah. still buoyant, which yeah. is really, really positive. And, you know, the Bly family down here at Many Peaks have had a fantastic season of sales at Mount Barker. So congratulations to them. The one thing I have heard coming from another Many Peaks grower was that, you know, Woolies contracts are being chopped and changed on the spot. And this is not just Woolies, so I do apologise, Woolworths, but it's Coles, it's the other marketers as well and the other receivers. You know, all of a sudden you've got a contract in place for 40 head a week and now that's been reduced to 20 or top to 30. Oh, no, this week we need 50. So it makes it quite hard for our, our stockies to, to maintain the quality of cattle that's required for the feedlot and then which inevitably ends up in market. So but it's great to see that pricing is still buoyant. You know, there's still a lot. Uh, an awful lot of cattle and truck movements, cattle and sheep movements on yep. the roads at the moment. So, yep. yeah, let's just hope the market keeps keeps going the way it's going. And with all the uh, the trucks and everything else still on our roads, mate, uh, road safety is still numero uno. Yeah, it has to be. Ladies and gents, if you see a truck on the road, don't overtake them on a double wide line. We were coming back from Perth yesterday and we had a cop pull out in front of us. We had motorbikes overtaking us on double white lines. We had other four-wheel drivers overtaking double white lines, crest of hills. And they wonder why there's accidents. And if things keep going the way they're going, the death toll is going to far surpass what we had in 2022. There's already a high number of deaths on our road due to number one, stupidity. We're not driving to the conditions. We're driving with substance in our system, which is just not good enough. As soon as you've, you've done the wrong thing by your body and then you get on the road, you're putting not only yourself at risk, but everyone else around you. And as we keep saying, we might be the most competent drivers in our own when, when we're controlling our own vehicle. Yep. But it's the idiot coming the other way or the idiot coming up behind us. We had a guy at a big Dodge Ram the other week in a caravan come roared up behind <laughs> us into the 80s zone at Mount Barker and couldn't see the top of his bull bar behind the car. Cool. He was that close and zoomed off around the big roundabout, lucky enough not to roll the damn thing. So, ladies and gents, drive the condition. If you're tired, pull over. If it's a double white line, that's a pretty good indication that it's not a great place to, to overtake. There's plenty of overtaking lanes. There's plenty of opportunities for larger vehicles to slow down and pull over. Just grow a brain. We don't need to see more deaths so early on in the in the season. And school goes back in, what, a week? Let's make sure that we're actually getting our kids to school so they can enjoy it because there's been so many parents so far this year already which have had to bury their kids due to road safety issues. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, take care on our roads. We don't need any more. And I think there was a couple of deaths, unfortunately, on WA roads across the weekend. I think a couple of motorbikes and everything else, mate. So Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, ladies and gents, let's bring back the wave. It's a nice thing. It's a bit of common courtesy. It's a bit of decency. You know, 
coming back from Perth yesterday, as I said, you know, I reckon yeah. I reckon ninety percent of people didn't wave. Now, whether that's because they don't see it or they they're just all off in their own little worlds, but it keeps people engaged and it's a nice feeling to to, to get a wave or a, even a finger. So <laughs> uh, the one finger to lose is always a good one. You probably uh, got the finger, did you? Oh well, all right. Anything else before you go this morning, mate? Nah, look, I reckon that's probably enough for today, mate. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, look, ladies and gents, just take it easy, and you know, school's coming back. School zones will be in effect pretty yeah. pretty early, pretty next quickly week. Uh, next week. So let's just take it easy on our roads and make sure that we're getting our, our kids to school and make sure that we're getting ourselves to work. And for those of us who spend too much time on the road, yep. um, let's just have a bit of common courtesy amongst our fellow motorists. All right. Well, I'll let you go and uh, get the esky ready and uh, get your lamb and get your lemmingtons ready for Australia Day on Thursday. And we'll chat to you next week, mate. Will do. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, listeners. Have a great week and please stay safe. Rural Focus on Triple M. Time went down to catch in with Craig French. Craig is the National Manager, Wool Harvesting Training and Careers Development there with the Australian Wool Innovation. He's currently in WA at the moment. Uh, Craig, good morning there to you, mate. Yeah, good morning, Troy. Thank you for your time and thank you for having me on your program. How are things going with the AWI? Look, you know, we're, we're certainly very aware that we need to continue training. We need to try to look for new entrants to the industry and um, and wool harvesting training in WA is pretty solid. We've got a full program ahead of ourselves and um, quite a bit happening over the next few months, which is which is positive. You're currently in WA at the moment, mate. Uh, what brings you over to the West? Well, we're currently running a novice shearing school down at Boyup Brook and um, it's a five-day school at uh, Rollington Park and I visited there on Wednesday. It was great to see uh, 15 young participants um, learning the craft and developing the skills. Hopefully we can have them working next Monday with some local teams. All right. Good luck with those. Now, coming up, mate, I believe you've got a couple of fantastic workshops happening in Esperance and Boyup Brook. Yeah, well, 13th of February, we've mm. got a paid improver shearing school at Esperance, which is really, really good that local contractors down there with A-Sheep and, and, and Washia work together to, to pull that together and get getting those young shearers that are shearing on stands in industry together for the week and being able to develop their skills and continue improving their skills to retain them in industry is really important. So that, that's key. Plus, we're doing a three-day wool handling workshop in conjunction with that Improver School. So that's exciting for anyone who, who wants to learn the skills to become a wool handler. And, and as, a, as we know, the, the money's very good. I mean, uh, wool handlers are earning $320 a day, upwards of $40 an hour. So that's a, an attractive for those new entrants. So is there any age group that could be over a certain age group to go along to these workshops? Look, we encourage them 16 years yep. and over. You know, we want them to go straight to industry. We have to attract, honestly, we, we have to be attracting people that are still at school. We, we can't wait for the for them to make other choices. So mm. we, we, we really need to be aware of that. And we are doing some high school workshops. We are doing some exposures uh, to the career in, in, in wool harvesting at those expos uh, around the state and working with uh, trainers and uh, the tape as well with that has been has been a very good uh, productive way to just to fly the industry yeah. with the next generation. Are you finding the youngsters wanting to learn more about the shearing industry, Craig? Yes, they are. Like, yeah. you know, we had a young fellow that last October down at Boyup Brook to the shearing school. He's now, he's now shearing 150 sheep plus per day. His brother's now attending this school, that this current school. Mm. Um, he's from a different industry. Can't believe the, 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 the opportunity. So he's excited about getting on a stand as a learner shearer. 
and that's that's positive. So we are finding that there's some definite good interest coming into the industry. Now, for those who are listening this morning, mate, and they want to know more about these workshops in both Esperance and Boyard Brook, is there a website that they can go to to find out more? Yeah, that's uh, thank you for asking. So wool.com, so just wool.com, www.wool.com, or or email nextgen3 at wool.com. So nextgen3 at wool.com would be a, a good way to email anyone interested, but certainly go to our website, AWI's website at wool.com. Mate, uh, enjoy your stay in WA. Uh, I think the, war- the the weather's a bit warmer this way, really, isn't it? It is good. I mean, <laughs> I, the sheep numbers are significant in WA, and and obviously, honestly, you know, this time of year it's it's dry, but I'm sure that that will change late February into early mm. March, hopefully. Have you been out to a, a few of the uh, the shearing places around WA, mate? Yes, I travelled yeah. down to Boyup Brook at to Rollington Park School on Wednesday. We do plan on having a novice shearing school at Murrisk out at Northern in late June, and also okay. a crack workshop in March at Murrisk. I've been travelling around just making sure that we're facilities are up to standard, making sure that we've got accommodation, you know, making sure that we get it right. Absolutely, yeah. We are chatting with uh, Craig French, the National Manager, Wool Harvesting Training and Careers Development. Yeah, don't forget about those fantastic workshops coming up next month, Esperance and Boy Up Brook. So, uh, yeah, if you are wanting to know more, just uh, go to the website, as Craig did mention there today, of course, uh, wool.com. Mate, thanks for your time today and good luck with those courses. Uh, thank you so much, Troy. You have a good day and appreciate the opportunity. The following interview on the Rural Focus podcast is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. It is that time for a Monday on Rural Focus to find out and see how things went at Mount Barker last week from Nutrient Livestock. Harry Carroll, good morning, mate. Morning, Troy. Morning, listeners. How did you go last week, mate? All right, Troy. Yes, uh, Thursday's weaner sale, 1,943 were on offer and uh, the Nutrient team put together 780 of those. Really good yarding of cattle. Very good quality weaners once again. A stronger market right throughout Troy. We had uh, some live export activity. We had some activity for some heavy steers to go back east and some a very good uh, order for Angus heifers to go back to the east as well. So all in all, we had a good day. But some quotations, 420 kilo plus weaner steers yes, uh, on Thursday, 400 to 430 cents a kilo. They would have averaged 420 for the day in a dearer market for those. 380 to 420 kilo weaner steers, 410 to 486, and they would have averaged 430. 330 to 380 kilo weaners, 420 to 485 cents a kilo, and they would have averaged 450 a day there. 280 to 330 kilo weaner steers, graziers took care of most of these at 430 to 500 cents would have averaged mm, probably smack on 460 for the day there. The lighter weight, a reasonable run of these, not big numbers, under 280 kilos, 440 to a top of 540 cents a kilo, wouldn't have quite averaged 500 for the day there. Wiener heifers, 380 to 420 kilo wiener heifers, 370 to 410 cents a kilo, would have averaged just a tick under $4. 330 to 380 kilo wiener heifers, 380 to 460, the 460 kilo, a cents a kilo for those good black heifers, and they would have averaged 420. And 280 to 330 kilo heifers, 390 to 496 cents a kilo, more cents a kilo for those good black heifers also. Under 280 kilos, sold to a top of 530 cents. So good day there, Troy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right. Uh, back 
to it again Thursday, Mark? Yeah, yeah. we'll just do a touch on, on last Friday's yeah, trade, so right. while we're on the run. Yeah. Uh, only a, only a, a total of 270 head. Uh, prices right throughout with Dura for all categories. Extra extra processor in the market make a heck of a difference. Uh, Trade-type yielding steers and heifers are in good numbers, and cows also in pretty solid numbers also. Five to 600 kilo steers sold from 322 to 388 cents. 540 kilo plus heavy boning room heifers, 300 to 310. Wasn't a lot of those, but uh, in that bracket, the under 540 kilo heifers, mostly the feeders selling to and processors at 280 to 358 cents a kilo. A big mover here, the heavy prime cows, they were probably 40 cents dearer, 220 to 280 cents. Medium cows also dearer, 300 to 310 cents a kilo. Heavy bulls, 200 to 260 cents a kilo in a vastly stronger market for those also. So that wrapped up the two days, Troy. Now, I believe you're on the road to Bremer Bay, mate. What are you going fishing? Well, I would like to, but uh, (laughs) that won't happen. There's enough enough tourists out there on holidays fishing without us being out there. And no sale this week, Troy. Australia. Australia oh, yes, Day, yes, yep. Australia Day uh, weekend, and or week rather, and so we have no sales at all because the calendar says we can't, um, so we'll be back in, uh, in in another 10 days or so. All right, so yeah, don't forget about no sale this Thursday due to Australia Day. Well, mate, uh, know that you've got an offsider with you, so uh, stay safe out there, and we'll chat to you in a couple of weeks. Look forward to it. Thanks, Troy. No, thank you, Harry. Always nice to have Harry on the Rule Focus podcast here on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. And I reckon by now Harry's probably uh, enjoying a nice lemonade. Oh, nice lemonade would go down nicely about now, really, huh? I'm sure that you're probably getting yourself into one, maybe two. Take care if you are and, yeah, do drink responsibly. Hey, that is it for today's edition of the Rule Focus podcast. Hey, thank you for your company. I'm Troy Stockton and I look forward to bringing you another Rule Focus podcast again very soon.